Alright guys, for the second time, welcome back to the Vanasaur Podcast. We do this live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. We're exploring Class B RVs, overlanding, and van life culture right here. That's what we do. My guest, for the second time, Nick Schmidt of Sunshine State RVs. What is up? What is up? What? Uh... You know, what's up, man? Hopefully the signal is up. That's what yes. I hope is up. Yep. That's what I hope is up. So this is episode Hank, number seven, by the way. Hank, thanks for having me as a guest, man. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And just a little brief recap for everyone out there. We, uh, I'm at Sunshine State RV. You're also here. So, um, you know, I don't know if that's part of our problem, right? Like two dudes sitting at Sunshine State RV trying to get a signal up and out. So Robert Rialhas says, I can hear you pretty good now. So far, no lag. So there you go. You know, the internet, the internet lords have decided to bless us with a little bit of signal right now. So yeah. there was there was a fish fry going on. That's what you were telling the people. How often do you um, have like, a, it's kind of like a family gathering you have here. At Sunshine State RV, how yeah, often so, you guys do that? So it's pretty cool. We we go fishing once a year with the entire um, with the entire company. So we had mm -hmm. twenty five people go fishing this time, um, and then we did the big. We always do big fish fry on the Tuesday or Wednesday after um, the fish fry. This time we did it Thursday because we do a big lunch every Thursday for the yep. entire team. So you know, there trying to do things to that. To help build morale, trying trying to do things to help build uh build everybody wanting to work together, be together and uh getting to know each other outside of working. Right. And, uh right. you know anytime Hank anytime Hank comes by here and hangs out with us, everybody appreciates it. He's like a local celebrity here. So uh <laughs> it's pretty cool. Corey there in the picture. Yeah I'm running Corey's in pictures. Corey's <laughs> the one that does all the walkthroughs. He teaches everybody how to use their R V. Yep. Um, there's another guy, Justin, as well, that does them, and uh, I'm mm -hmm. sure he's in that picture. Yep. But, uh, yeah, fish fry was great. Hank, was it, my wife even came. Did you see my wife here? I, I saw Mary. I didn't take any pictures, but I did see Mary. She was here. Um, lovely yeah. as ever, Mary. Always good to see Mary. Yep, she was there. Yeah. She got to eat lunch, and a lot of people. So, yeah, it was great. We had a couple customers that were here. Somebody just bought a Road Trek Zion, so... Mm -hmm pretty exciting they bought a road track and they got to eat some lunch with us and uh mm -hmm. there's some other people here now buying a coachman beyond so very yep. busy day today at sunshine state rvs yeah absolutely so one of the things you know you've been on before you'll be on um several times from from now and one of the things i think that we want to do is get to some of the questions that we don't get to answer for folks out there, you know, in the videos or in the, you know, in the comment section of the videos. Or if you guys who are tuning in have questions. So if you have them, you know, hit us with questions, comments, and all that. Um, you know, maybe for the people who haven't seen this before, you would want to explain to them what you do here. Hey, we're about to lose. We're about to lose one of our uh, listeners. Aaron Thor said she's out of here. What are we gonna do, man? We have to. We feel like dance around and I don't know. Know, I mean, people entertained yeah. here. I mean, what are we doing? Hey, listen, this is one of the things that I think that goes back to when we make our videos. You know, if we're, I think there's people here who are entertained. So if you're not entertained, hey, you know, was it Russell Crowe? I think Russell Crowe said, are you not entertained? 
that. We should get out some gladiator Gladi- swords and fight it up right now. See how see how we that should. goes we over. <laughs> one of the one of the biggest comments that we get on videos when we do videos is that we ham it up too much. So what you know, what is it? Do people like it when we ham it up in the videos? I'm gonna ask everyone out there a question. You guys could tell us. Do you like it when we ham it up in the videos or you don't like it? I always see people, oh you guys talk too much. Then there's a lot of people like, oh this I love this, it's entertaining. So you know. Yeah, I I think for the people that don't like it, um they might go on to watch other other videos. I mean Yeah, absolutely. It's YouTube. You always but, have freedom of choice here, you know? It's the whole point. Lots of options, lots of options. But, yeah. you know, this is the thing. If I'm going to do a video with somebody in an RV with them talking about an RV, my natural personality is going to come out. And my natural personality is that of somebody who pokes fun at my friends around me, someone who puts my life experiences and things, someone who, you know, looks at a bunch of different scenarios and it's not just going through a bunch of facts and, and and stats about an RV, but it's actually, you know, how are people going to use this? How am I going to use this? What are we going to do? And it's just yeah. making light of everything and having fun with it. So yeah. that's the way I do everything. So that's obviously the way that I choose to do. Yeah. Videos. Now, obviously, you know, Sunshine State RV is your business, but I try to explain it to people. You're not really the sales guy here. You have really good sales uh, folk here, right, at Sunshine State RV. But in the videos, you're kind of like the sales guy for the video, and I'm kind of like playing the customer. And I try to ask questions from my point of view, you know, my limited knowledge of vans and all that kind of stuff of owning a van and going around and seeing a bunch of this stuff. And then, you know, you hit me back with your knowledge of selling these things and selling a lot of different vans from different companies. So that's that's kind of what our videos are, and we, we try to play off of that. It's not just entertainment there's some information in there you know we try to keep it fun right. and i think most people realize that and enjoy it so no you're right i think yeah. you're absolutely correct i think the uh the banter back and forth does make it a little uh different than everybody else's mm-hmm. um and and the, i mean this is all i do all day every day so i have a lot of knowledge about the rvs and and sometimes i can bore the paint off of a wall talking about RVs. So let's... uh, let's, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So now, like I said, if you guys have questions out there, things you want to know about the the, uh, Class B van business, you know, if you want to know about these kinds of RVs, hit us up with those questions right now and we'll get to it. Um, What do you... Let's start with this, Nick. What do you think... What do you feel is the state of the Class B RV industry right now? Is it up? Is it down? Is it in the middle? You know, I think that uh, the Class B industry is the only industry, the only segment of the industry that is growing, that is uh, still doing good, that is staying strong. We actually have our Wells Fargo rep here today. Who, that's who we do all of our RV banking with. And, and, and what they said was guys that are just doing travel trailers and Class A's, they are really, really struggling. But people that are well diversified in the class B, some of the C's and motorized stuff, they're doing much better. So, okay. you know, this is this is still still a, a, a good market for class B's. You know, is it what it was two years ago? No, but we are right, we are exactly on par with where we were last year. So January 1st to June 30th, 
2022 versus January 1st to June 20, 30th, 2023, we sold the same number of RVs. So it's we're not down, but we're not up. We, we have sold the exact same. So, you know, the industry is good. What's great right now is I'm really hoping we can see some innovation from the class B manufacturers. Um, really, really hoping that that the ones that that are creative and that can come up with some nice stuff, they can actually like now is when they're starting to put some cool stuff in the vans that where the last two years they weren't able to because of part shortages, because of different things. Um, now they're actually um, becoming innovative again, which is really exciting. Yeah. So do you think that what's happening right now, right, in terms of, um, you know, in the overall RV industry sales backing off? And I would uh, I would say, like, from my point of view, with, with Class B vans, it's either, like you're saying, the same or down a little bit. Do you think that's due to the economy, interest rates, uh, people are worried about things going on, uh, all of the above? Yeah, no, I... I really think it's everything. I mean, it is interest rates have, have definitely skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's making people think twice. Um, and then, and then also, I mean, the economy is, is, uh, questionable, you know, real estate's mm -hmm. still good here in Gainesville, but mm -hmm. in some parts of the country, it's not as, as good as it was. Um, you know, there's a different, there's a lot of uncertainty, um, in the country. And I think it all kind of, plays an effect on the, on the recreational market. Um, but I think that as as new stuff comes out, it, 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 it brings people back in. So what's exciting is as Coachman and Road Trek and all of that, as they're, as they're you know, uh, being innovative, as they're coming out with, with new features, new options, new ways RV, that it's bringing people who are sitting on the sidelines bringing them back into the market, which is nice. Yeah, I, so I think this, you could tell me if I'm wrong here. I think the traditional buyer for class Bs are kind of in the retirement age. So folks who've worked their whole life, they've saved for this, you know, and now they decide, hey, we're gonna get out there and travel the country, right? Is that the traditional buyer, yeah. would you say? Okay, and so the big boom you guys had is other people outside of those traditional buyers were coming in along with the traditional buyers, right? That is correct. Yeah, okay. there's, you know, the it's always kind of been the same buyer, the 55 to 70 year old uh, couple, typically, mm -hmm. who is retired and kind of wanting to go visit some grandkids, see the country, kind of, you know, have a little bit of freedom doing things. And then through the boom, it was it was a lot of people who were working remote, who, you know, instead of traveling internationally, they traveled domestically. And people who were just like, man, I've, I've, I've never actually seen our beautiful country, and and I really wanna, I really wanna spend some time and energy seeing it. So that was a lot of, of the reason that we were selling. I mean, that's a lot of the reason for the, for the big growth for the last three years. Yeah, and I think going back to what you said about the, you know, the companies in this particular section of the industry innovating I think when they think about innovating not only obviously I get it why they want to think about the traditional buyers because those are the solid buyers those folks who are retiring even though they're concerned about the economy and interest rates they're, they're retiring now <laughs> you know and so they still do what they want to do but if you want to bring in the younger folks you want to make these vans more flexible you know cooler 
you want to think about your um, age, the age differences there, or the generational differences, I think, with people. That's, that's my opinion. Um, and then folks out there, you guys can let me know, or you can let me know what you think about that, Nick. I know we talk about this sometimes. Yeah, I like what Travel Dream was saying. It's mm -hmm. infotainment. Oh, That's yeah. It's a good way for us to, to infotainment. Yes, infotainment. Let me get some comments in. Uh, Day 49 says, what a nice company tradition. Um, you can just go out on the boat for a ride. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess those guys are kind of competitive, right? I think you had a competition of who caught the biggest fish, <laughs> but some people we are did. just and, out there and, having fun, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Shelly, one of our uh, sales people, one of our top mm -hmm. sales people, she, mm -hmm. she won the competition. She caught a 20-pound mm -hmm. red snapper. Yeah, yeah, 20 absolutely. 20-pound red snapper. Shelly, Shelly's badass, man. I'm a big fan of Shelly. You know, that's who I bought my van from. When, when we came yeah. here, and she's awesome. So, that is true. That is true. Yeah. So, I'm trying to get the comments up here and get to questions. Let me see. Lola has some. So, let me get something in from Lola. She says, I wish Mercedes offered all wheel drive on the B, Tiffin, Renegade, Thor, etc. It is ridiculous to pay. Oh, this is a comment from someone. So, Lola's given us those. It is ridiculous to pay 260K for a B van when you can get a B for 160K and have. Um, you know, two feet. So okay, I'm sure you hear this one. <laughs> What's your answer to that one? So yeah, uh, you know, Mercedes just started offering um, the B, the all-wheel drive, and mm -hmm. they are not doing it on the B plus on the cutaway chassis yet. Only mm -hmm. on the the B van. Uh, my guess is that they will start offering it uh, within the next year. So that's my guess. Mm -hmm. um, there's usually a little lag, speaking mm -hmm. of lag, um, right. there's usually a little bit of a lag when mm -hmm. it comes to them offering things on the B on the cutaway chassis versus the van chassis, mm -hmm. but you know, it would be really nice to have it on the, uh, on the B plus. Yeah, I think it's possible to see that. I was looking at Coachman, the Class B section, um, I forgot what's the name of the, I did a short on it, uh, is it? Man, I forgot the I forgot the name of it. Um, maybe Lola will remember what I'm talking about. Here it was a really nice Mercedes, and it's a newer Mercedes, but it's yeah, it's not on that chassis yet, and that would be nice because you can get all-wheel drive. There are some options out there of all-wheel drive from the Ford point of view. There are some companies that are building stuff on the all-wheel drive uh, chassis that's you know B plus C. So yeah, I think we'll see it. It'll happen. It takes time. Uh, let's see. I think so too. I agree with him. Um, here's a question from Dave Forty Nine. Says, any rumors of the new Ford Transit Trail model being used in a new forward-thinking RV design? Good question. You got some rumors that you can share without getting into too much trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah. Notice no, I said, I, don't get in trouble. <laughs> we've definitely heard the rumors. Right. <laughs> Um, we're gonna we're we're probably if if you want me to take this first, right? Because I look at a lot of um, a lot of this stuff of what's coming out with the trail and all that's it's really cool. Basically, if folks don't know out there, Ford themselves have seen how popular these vans are for folks not only uh, buying RVs from traditional builders like Coachman, 
uh, American Coach, Winnebago, etc. But people just buying a van and fixing it up to get out there, go more off-road and everything. And the Transit is very popular for that being all-wheel drive. So Ford is lifting it, putting bigger tires on, adding a power pack. They can cut the hole and install a Max fan for you. So that goes a long way to that, you know, being a camper van. Uh, even if it's self-build, but then also now it creates the opportunity where some of these companies can come in and do their own builds. And I think whoever's yep. going to do it on the trail is probably going to think about making it lighter weight and making it more flexible like we were talking about. I'm going to imagine that's what they're going to do, but we haven't seen... I think when Ford announced this, the only one that that I saw out there is um, uh, Van Do It. So they have, you know, yeah. they have a prototype out there, but I haven't seen anyone else because the vans have not gotten delivered yet. Right. So they've only gotten the one. Um, some of the other manufacturers have told me that they're thinking they're getting one soon. Right. So, you know, my my thought is by next year, we'll definitely see some of the trail vans, the transit trail. But I don't think, hey, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they have the dual wheels. I think they're just single rear wheels. Is that right? Yeah, because I think Ford's focus with the Transit is more off-road. So the van's going to be more off-roadable if it's single wheels. Now, traditional builders, I don't know of any traditional builders that are building with the single wheels. I think, well, Winnebago's prototype for the ERV2, that's on single wheels. That's electric. So I'm trying to think. Twenty-seven north. Twenty-seven north. They oh build yes. Their, right. Their, their Ford on the single wheel. They don't do anything with dual wheels because yep, you're right. When mm -hmm. you're off-roading, when you're off-roading, in the uh, like the Transit or the Sprinter or the Promaster. Well, Promaster doesn't offer it, but they mm -hmm. want to have dual wheels. Like rocks get stuck in the middle. They said, yeah. and just weight-wise and all that. The single wheels a better off-road machine. Yeah, I agree with that. And and as you said, I think uh, 27 North is kind of like the off-road vans that you are carrying here at Sunshine State RV, right? Yeah. Yes, they are. Now, everybody has an off-road version. It's like American Coach, Coachman. Everyone kind of has an off-road version. Mm -hmm. But 27, I mean, Winnebago has the Revel, and they have a bunch of, but 27 North, is that's what they do. Like, they do it very, very well. Yeah. Um, they do off-road bands yeah absolutely and in the interest of fairness just because pj will probably look at this and leave a comment there so does mod vans <laughs> mod vans builds all their yeah, stuff on I, single wheels if you're looking for that there you go that's a good option too i don't <laughs> you don't carry I don't know, that <laughs> uh, uh -huh. i don't know anything about van do it I've, I've i've seen them and met them and they're great but yeah. i don't know uh, what, uh, mod vans what mod vans mod vans you're saying i think well you know what van, van do it probably also a lot of the smaller um like off-roading or overlanding builders are probably going to build on single wheels versus dual wheels or dualies in the back and the dualies are going to give you more stability on the road they'll be able to carry more weight etc so um that's going to be that's going to be your big difference with that um lola has another question here from from uh from someone uh, has American Coach gone back to 12-volt AC unit? What other options are there in B vans? That's from Ryan R. And I think that was on a video we recently did where you and I were driving the new um, American Coach MD4 Patriot. Yeah, so the um, American Coach is still doing the 12-volt. They are also offering what they call a GREE air conditioner, G-R-E-E. -E. 
It's a brand new design, brand new air conditioner. It is a 110. Mm-hmm. Um, very energy efficient, very quiet, and and uh, lots of uh, BTUs. But um, but yeah, no, American Coach is, is still doing the premier 12-volt air conditioner. Coachman is doing the same air conditioner, but Coachman's doing So as you guys might have already trailer. heard, Lola and oh. myself are brand ambassadors for Sunshine State RV. And as Vanasaurs, I want to take this moment to encourage anyone who is in the market for a Class B van to start their journey with SSRV. Sunshine State RVs specializes in selling Class B vans and B plus RVs. That is the reason why they are the number one dealer in all of the state of Florida. Number three in the whole United States. SSRV will fly you right to their location in Gainesville, Florida. They'll give you a very detailed and thorough walkthrough of your van, and they'll give you a two-night stay at a local campground so you can get used to your van anywhere in the United States of your RV. We bought our Coachman Beyond from Sunshine State RV two years ago, and over the past two years, we've seen how they treat customers when it comes to warranty side. Their service team is great. Whether you bought it from them or not, every person that comes in there gets the same service and care when it comes to warranty repairs. The same service, attention, and care. And their team does a great job getting you back on the road safely. So if you guys are in the market for a B or B plus van, consider Sunshine State RV. We've got a link in the description that you guys can use to see their current inventory and have someone get in touch with you. That is the beauty and the beast of going live and I'm not talking about me um, as the beast and Lola as the beauty but you know I didn't see the countdown end so I didn't get a chance to let you know that we were going to that break but it was a Sunshine State RV break so I mean I can't complain too much <laughs> yeah you gotta forgive me on that one <laughs> yeah so yes. uh, but my bad uh, do you want to finish your thought on that here before we move on yeah, so just the total air conditioner. Um, mm-hmm. It is, American Coach is still doing it. Coachman is doing it. Um, Winnebago does not. Uh, Road Trek does not. They're, they're, they're both, uh, Road Trek's doing the Truma air conditioner mainly, mm-hmm. and uh, Winnebago is still doing the Pullman NDQ, the Mach uh, air conditioner. It's a 110. Yeah, I have the uh, Truma in my van. It's awesome, but it's not 12 volt. It is more efficient, though. I found that, it, that it's more efficient to run it. Uh, By the way, uh-huh. did, did you give me your uh, uh, shout out for hooking you up with Truma? I mean, I feel like I should get a little bit of credit for that. Hank. Okay, you can get you can get that credit. You know, uh, any other credits <laughs> that you are due. <laughs> um, but so me and Hank the, always argue over who gets credit. <laughs> yeah, for yes, yeah, exactly. He doesn't like giving me credit. He, he no, I don't. Like credit. <laughs> yeah, so you try to you try to catch me right here. I don't have any choice. Um, I was going to ask you about the Gree from American Coach because that AC looks really nice. I've not used it extensively to you know really try it out, but it looks really good. Is that 12 volt or 110? Do you know? No, it is a 110 air conditioner. Um, it is it is a newer air conditioner they started using. Mm-hmm. It is more energy efficient than the mm-hmm. Dometic AC that they've been using. It's quieter um, and and it has a built-in dehumidifier as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of cool features that that the Gree offers, and that's and that's one of the reasons that that American Coach went using it because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Travel Dreamer has this question here, and if you guys have questions, please leave them. Smash the thumbs ups. Okay, we need that. I know we had a rough start here, but I'm sure you guys out there will forgive us for the rough start. 
Uh, Travel Dreamer says, are you seeing the ProMaster begin uh, creating an all-wheel drive version, or do you think that will happen from RAM, all-wheel drive ProMaster? I hope. I hope. I really, really hope. That would be, if they do that, they're going to... I have not seen it. Yeah, if, if, um, wow. Can you imagine that? I think if if uh, RAM put out a all-wheel drive ProMaster, because they, who has the biggest, who sells the most vans uh, chassis-wise? Is it RAM, do you think, or is it? Yeah, it is, it is RAM. I mean, uh, RAM, RAM sells the most. What's been cool the last couple of years is that RAM has really stepped their game up to be on almost a level playing field with Mercedes and Ford, um, where they have the push button start, they have the nine-speed transmission, they have uh, the, the big navigation screen. They have all the safety features that the Ford has. And so they've, they've really, every year, they keep stepping their game up to do a better job. And with them, add if they add an all-wheel drive to it, it would really uh, really be a game changer for them. I think, I think that for anybody that uses a Ram chassis, that would be a big deal. Yeah, big I deal. Would, yeah, I would agree with that. The Ram chassis just looks really, 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 really nice. I was trying to see if I had a picture here on my phone that I could pull up really quick for you guys, but I got so many pictures. I don't think I'm getting to. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get to it fast enough to show you all. Actually, oh no, you know what? I do have a nice picture here from Coachman. This is gonna be an upcoming video, but uh, this is a. Um, I'll switch over to my phone here for a second. Boom! So that's gonna be a Nova. That is a way better looking van now, Nick way better looking that's nice that's sexy really and, really nice and then is it just coachman doing these wheels or is that are those ram wheels because these wheels look good too that that we're getting on those there. are those are coachman wheels yes oh okay so that's an exclusive thing to coachman well yeah no coachman buys them and they upgrade those wheels that is not a standard wheel that's not what comes with it but that, that okay. is the brand new chassis Okay, yeah, that's a great idea from Coachman, I think, to do those wheels. And I guess other guys can do nice, fancy wheels also, <laughs> you know, put it on there. But, yeah, every, I mean, yeah. yeah, we do that with everybody. I mean, we're always mm -hmm. always upgrading wheels for customers. I mean, there's a, mm -hmm. lot of, there's a lot of stuff like that we do. Yeah, so I think, you know, just on the, on the subject of the ProMaster, right, this big change that we've seen that happened... A lot of these companies don't really, how often do they change these things? Maybe five years, maybe six years for them to do another generation? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if, we, and if we see it with everything going on, we're probably going to see electric. I know some people are going to get mad when I say that, but that's yeah. probably going to be the future changes we see. Yeah, I really think that's going to be the next changes for everybody, for Mercedes, for Ford. Mm -hmm. Well, Ford's already there. Ford's already doing it. Mercedes is making their electric cars and a bunch of their cars. Yeah, East so Sprinter is coming out next. soon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think and I don't Ford, think mm -hmm. Ram is doing it. Um, I've heard rumors, but what does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've heard yeah. rumors that Ram is planning on having an electric ProMaster. We haven't seen in America them announce the East e Sprinter I think yet. Everybody yeah. is. Yeah, Mercedes is gonna have an East Sprinter. You know, um, so yeah, we're we're gonna see some stuff on that. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, what's Lola at? Okay, on the all-wheel drive, can you flat tow like four-wheel drive? That's from the oh, Hangman. Um, I'm not sure. 
we're gonna have to. Re- I know people. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. People have bought the the sprinter vans that mm-hmm. are four wheel drive um, to tow behind their big class A. So I'm assuming they can be flat towed. Mm-hmm. All wheel yeah. drive. I'm not sure. It's still it's still pretty new. So this is my understanding of that. Is that so? That's why a lot of folks that have RVs tow a Jeep, right? Like a Wrangler. Because it's, uh, four-wheel drive is completely different, right? If you, unless you put it in four-wheel drive, it's it's in rear-wheel drive. So um, towing that and being the, all the wheels being flat on the ground is fine. But if you're towing anything all-wheel drive, you can flat tow it, from what I understand. But you can't flat tow it that far. So if you're flat towing right. that, you have to stop more often and let all that stuff cool down because everything's everything's going to be turning as the wheels are going. So um, yeah, wow. and like I said, I'm not a mechanic, so my understanding is you're gonna have to put that on a trailer if you want to be safe and drive long distances. And friends I've had in the past that have had all-wheel drive vehicles, like Honda made one for a long time that was very popular with people RVing, and you had to stop. I think it was like every thousand miles or something, and let that wow. stuff cool down or whatever. So, but that's you know, a que- that's a question that the manufacturers would be able to answer the easiest. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, yeah. No, I was. You know, I was. Uh, we always get it. We always get this question every time. One of the American manufacturers going to incorporate mm-hmm. some of the European models. And that is a question that every <laughs> every time, every time we go live, every time we're out of QA, that, that question always, always, always gets asked. I think it's a great question. What's and your answer? I think being, there's there is an answer to it, Hank. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm um, waited with waiting with bated breath. You want to know the answer? Yes. <laughs> Go for it. So, so uh, mm-hmm. Roadtrek is owned by a European company, and they they are going to be releasing some European models. They promised me this year. They've already started with the Pivot, which has some, a European flair to it, but they have another model coming out in uh, by the end of this year. That is going to be a European model, and so Hank, uh, I already got us backstage access to it when it comes out. Okay. Um, so cool. it's, it's going to be pretty exciting. But um, Roadcheck seems like they're going to be the first one to do it this year. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everybody's talked about doing it. I just haven't seen anybody actually do it. Yeah, there's lots of promised things out there, but what I would say is that I think that a lot of the manufacturers hear those same calls from folks and I'm starting to see more elements of European styling being worked in. Aren't you seeing that too? Not like not like full-blown going you know to exactly what it looks like in Europe but I'm, we're starting to see that stuff getting worked in I think. Yeah I think the RVs that are not made in Indiana so mm-hmm. I think that like uh, Winnebago has some has had mm-hmm. some of that little here mm-hmm. little there uh, and then definitely, definitely the uh, you know road track being made in Canada, and and them and them have being owned by a European company, they are very much influenced by by the European way of making RVs. Um, so I would say that that they are gonna they'll probably be the first ones to bring it to market. Yeah, and let me just say this is a complete aside. I hope you learned your lesson about having a big fish fry. 
over here and then eating dessert and all that and then getting on camera because i can see you every time you yawn you're making me yawn this is remember i said to you i, oh. I don't want to eat anymore because i gotta fall asleep can you tell when i'm yawning i i keep yes. trying to hide it I'm like, oh, oh no i'm over i'm over trying to protect you on that one this is what happens nick don't do this don't have a big dinner yeah your um, stomach is working overtime right now uh i i know craig was like okay i ate too much i was like what do you mean you ate too much you're like, oh people kept giving me uh what is it bread pudding remember i said i'm not eating oh, that bread that bread pudding yeah, banana good. Pudding. oh banana pudding yeah yeah i was staying away from that yeah okay <laughs> so there you go uh carolyn smith's uh food forest homestead says I'm just yards outside of Gainesville, and Cox Cable keeps going in and out on me. Also, there's a sto solar storm out there messing with internet signals. So there you go. That's from... Um, I, thought, I think Ro uh, Robert Rojas has a good question, Hank. Oh, okay. You want me to get to that? I was going to get to Tommy, but let's see. Uh, let's get to Robert Rojas first. Um, I have a question. I already answered Tommy. Oh, you did? Okay, I missed it. Okay, um, I have a question for both of you guys. As far as the Travato 59K and 59KL, which would you guys prefer if you, were to buy, if you were to buy one? Is lithium better or is the generator better? Do you want to go first on that one? Uh, so, you know, Hank, I always mention this during our videos. Mm -hmm. People always ask, what would we do? They ask you, what would you do? They ask me, what would I do? And, and I'm like a good politician. I always turn the question around back on you. How are you going to use the RV? Why do you want an RV? What problem are you trying to solve with your new RV? And then that will help me better answer your question. Um, mm -hmm. Robert, if you really care about me and what RV I would buy, I'd buy a lithium one. But they're not for everybody. You know, mm -hmm. not everybody needs a lithium one. Some people that are going to be in campgrounds every night for as long as you own it. You can you can get by with a generator. Just plug in, and then mm -hmm. with a little bit of time that you that you want to run the AC without uh, being plugged in, just turn your generator on. Mm -hmm. But if you tell me you're always going to be in in, in uh, national parks and off the grid and all that, then I would tell you you need uh, lithium batteries. So, you know, everybody has a different reason why they're going to buy an RV. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I'd buy a lithium one, uh, but everyone uses it so different. And, uh, and so this is, this is a, a, a very, very personal question. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, from my point of view, I agree that it is a, a, a personal thing. I mean, it also has to do with your budget, right? The lithium generally is going to cost you more, right? So yes. um, that's something to think about. There. So, for example, I I bought a um, AGM. So I bought, mine had an AGM battery and the generator, right? And then I converted it to lithium battery. So I have lithium and the generator. And I'll tell you guys, and Nick is probably going to laugh right now because he saw me experiencing this today. I'm not doing generators anymore. <laughs> I'm over generators. So if I buy any van that I buy from now on, it's just going to have a lot of lithium and a second alternator in it. And that's it. <laughs> I have been cured of any... I remember when well, I first did this, Nick was like, I don't know, why Why do you still want the generator? Let's just put a bunch of batteries in there. I was like, no, I got to have the generator for the apocalypse. I, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but like I said, my personal preference is lithium. Uh -huh. 
but everybody right. uses them differently. You're in a parking lot doing a podcast. You need as much lithium batteries as you can fit in your RV, Hank. Right, like, right. period. You just need as much lithium batteries. Yeah. Not everybody does podcasts from parking lots. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're not doing that, you don't need lithium batteries. You can get by with a generator if you're going from here. Save the 20 grand and go buy your campgrounds for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, yeah, you know what? I mean, it's true. I think people, look, with the generator, you just have to maintain it and all that kind of stuff. Probably what I did complicated everything, right? I think buying something and then spending more money, it's better if you buy what you want in the first place and that manufacturer has built it all to work together versus you're now introducing yeah. part things to the system that didn't exist there. So I'm not, I, I, I'm not really knocking the generator, but I really do think after looking at this for a long time that lithium second alternator, that's really the best way to go, but it's going to cost you more. Um, I think you're looking probably, depending on how much lithium and all that, somewhere like somewhere between 10, 20, maybe $30,000 extra for that. Well, um, now they're having a thousand amp hour battery packs. Um, mm-hmm. 3,000 watt inverters, 300 watts of solar. I mean, there's some very, very serious lithium deals out there mm-hmm. that they're not cheap. You know, just the batteries themselves are twelve to $15,000. Then the inverter, then the insulation. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a serious, it's a serious investment. And like I yeah. said, if, if you need it and you're gonna use it, it's a Yeah, I think, yeah, there you go. So that's, that's I don't know if that's a declarative answer for Robert. But I think based on that, you know, my experience is I, I wouldn't, I would just go with lithium. And then also there's big lithium power packs that they have now, or what they call solar generators or all this kind of stuff. So standalone ones, um, Lola and I have something from Jackery. We just bought a bigger one from Jackery, but that one, you that you can yeah. move around. So you can have it in your van and then move it to, like I'm gonna right. have it in my right. electric van or you could put it in the house stuff like that but they tend to get heavy too as they get bigger and it's not purpose it's not purpose built for vans and if you put those in your van you better have room for it somewhere right 100 percent. so yeah. there you go yeah i hope that answers your question robert that's yeah. a long answer for a short question right <laughs> now there's but a question i saw is, on hank is good at that yeah <laughs> well i'm trying to give people all the uh the you know the different perspectives on it um, uh, you know, and then there was a question that came in from, uh, Facebook, you know, as well that someone was asking about medications. Uh, so I'm going to try to see if I can get Lola to answer that while I'm on the air. If not that Facebook question, I'll just let her answer it separately. Just to tell you guys what I'm talking about here. Someone asked about medications and traveling and the RV and stuff like that. Lola is a pharmacist. I think she's probably... A better person to answer that so maybe I'll answer that in a different video or she'll just go personally and answer that one it is a good question you know if you're gonna travel in the RV there's fridges in here some medications need to be in the fridge some don't have to be RVs do tend to get hot though so you might want to keep those things in the fridge so I don't know if you have an answer for that like when you're traveling with medications Uh, I I would say that you should definitely consult Lola on that Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and Lola's RX opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's the one who's a pharmacist. So I'll get her to answer that. If she answers it while I'm here on the chat, I'll give you guys whatever her answer is um, about that. So what other what other FAQs do you get from the videos that you could think of? 
you know um, I know there was someone complaining on that video where we drove the all-wheel drive uh, there's always people complaining so but this guy was complaining and I won't I won't show the comment here I'm not trying to you know set people up or anything but this guy was complaining because I was trying to point out to you that when in all-wheel drive when you take off from a stop you don't get that skipping that happens and he was like what are you talking about skipping and what I meant is if you have a 4x4 like I've had a 4x4 pickup truck and I've done this when I've driven the 4x4 vans or even just rear wheel drive vans when you first go to start that those rear wheels just spin out sometimes especially if you kinda like mash yeah. on the on the gas obviously these things have a lot of weight so that kinda keeps everything pinned down but I do feel that skipping sensation on the wheels and maybe I'm just a lead foot but I was pointing that out to you that that just doesn't happen with all-wheel drive and this person thought that I was crazy what do you think about that yeah, yeah so I you know it's it is it is different when you're depends on where you're driving from and what you're doing and all that you know the there is the all-wheel drives kind of kind of go I mean that's why you have your uh, the dual yeah. wheels you have the all-wheel yeah. drive uh, traction control, you yeah. know, that's, that's, a um, yeah, kind of all part of that system there, but the all wheel drive is meant to automatically kick in, uh, same on the Mercedes and the transit where it automatically kicks in when you need it. And when you don't need it, it's not yeah. there. And that's kind of, yeah. We're taking a break. We're taking a break. Hold on one second. Lola and I are now official brand ambassadors for Coachman Class B. So I wanted to take a moment to tell you guys why we, as Vanasaurs, like it says on our t-shirt, are very excited about our partnership with Coachman Class B. First off, Coachman RVs has been a leader to the great outdoors since 1964. So next is the fact